Hey everyone, hope you have had a wonderful weekend. And if you're overseas, uh, I hope you're still enjoying your weekend. Um, obviously, Christmas is around the corner, so I hope everyone's going to have a you know, nice week off and some rest. This will probably be the last episode uh, of the year. And uh, as, as of today, we've reached uh, 764 downloads, which is crazy. Um, so I didn't think that uh, I'd get uh, such a good response. Uh, so I guess so quickly, uh, I thought it would take me quite some time before anyone would listen. Uh, so yeah, I hope you, um, hope I'm glad, I'm glad you've been enjoying it. So for this episode, I have my, I've got my very first American Ninja Warrior competitor, uh, Philip Scott, who reached out to me. Uh, he debuted last year in, um, Cincinnati, uh, on season 11. Uh, and yeah, he had a great, uh, rookie year. Um, Philip uh, has Asperger's. Uh, he's very high functioning. And I think the most valuable thing about this episode that you're going to get is you're going to really understand the emotional uh, roller coaster that is Ninja Warrior. Uh, and he, he goes into very great detail, um, you know, from the moment he applied to getting his call to how he felt and what what he was going through, uh, you know, through uh, the city final, uh, through this qualifying round, he had a bit of a mental breakdown um, during the city finals, and he was able. He'll explain how he was able to deal with that and and still run, um, and then obviously his experience uh, heading to uh, Vegas for the national final. So I really appreciated the uh, the detail that he went into, and um, yeah, it was a, it was a great great chat. I learned a lot, so I really hope you do too. So now to Philip Scott. Mate, thank you. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time. I know. How, how late is it? Is it like 12? Um, it is 9.55 p.m. right now, so okay, it's that's not, not bad. That's not too yeah. bad. That's not too bad. I normally record, yeah, um, yeah 9, 9 p.m. normally my times when I'm dealing with people mm-hmm. local, so yeah. um, I appreciate it, man. Yeah. Well, I'll say this, mm-hmm. you're the first American Ninja Warrior I've had on. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, yeah, I'm a huge fan of all things Ninja Warrior. I watch Australian Ninja Warrior. I watch Ninja Challenge League Finals. I, so, yeah, I'm very excited to be on here. No, no, thank, thank, thank you so much. I'm a, I'm a little podcast, but we're, we're, growing, sl- we're growing slowly, so mm-hmm. I, uh, I appreciate it. What were, yeah. you, what, what were you working on in training? What was your, what was your focus? So... So usually um, how I train is, so yeah, I do my class, I teach my classes and then right afterwards I just train and do whatever really. Yeah, anybody that's hanging out there, like today, uh, some people from another local gym came by and so we, uh, so we just, um, we just, uh, we're working on the mega wall we have at the gym Amazing. and uh, other things and I was mainly doing cliffhangers and stuff and I was also knocking down some uh, 13 foot laches, so oh, beautiful. Yeah. I always got to rethink back in um, from feet to meters. So I think, I think, uh, oh. I think ten feet. Um, was Hold it? on. Yeah. I have my computer right here. There you go. Boom. Just type it up. Uh, four meters. Yeah. Nice. Very good. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like almost hitting my chin when I was doing it too. So I, I think I can get farther than that. Yeah. We'll wow. see. Uh, I want to try to get. A little bit farther. Uh, let's see how far. My goal for next year is four and a half meters. Okay. Well, Australia, I think yeah. has the. Well, I don't know. I think 
I think Najee, I think Najee beat uh, my friend Ashlyn in distance, but yeah, I think yeah. you know Ashlyn's just doing you know just a single swing and back swing and going, mm-hmm. and he's hitting he's hitting, yeah. able to hit five meters. So um, you know there's no cast, there's no above the bar and coming through. Mm-hmm. So I don't yeah. know I don't know if I should call it say Najee's cheating, but um. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But um, no, yeah, obviously, still impressive. I mean, I think the biggest distance mm-hmm. I hit was three point four. So that's um, yeah. I start. I started out just doing when I was little. Uh, like I was, I started doing this when I was thirteen. I'm twenty three now. Wow. And um, yeah, I've been doing it a long time. That's so amazing. even though it was my rookie year this year, I didn't really. I mean, when it comes to the TV and the lights and everything, I've definitely felt like a rookie. But, you know, when it came to the obstacles, I felt very comfortable on them. Yeah, of course, of course. So where where are you based? So where do you live? So I live uh, just outside Detroit, Michigan. Okay. Uh, Yeah, so I live just outside of Motown, where all Motor City, where all the car companies are headquartered. Yeah, and, uh, okay. so we also like, for example, uh, not too far from where I used to live, like right where I used to live, there was this big Ford testing plant where they, they had a testing track and everything. So they, yeah, cars are a big thing around here. Yeah. Well, I can imagine. Um, so uh, who, so what, what's, what's Jim, what gym do you train at? Like what's your local... I train at Grips, uh, Grips Gym in Southfield, Michigan. It uh, that's where I work too. It okay, is. Cool. I've uh, been going there for the for the past couple of years, and I it's I love our setup. I, I started going there before I started working there. Um, I actually didn't start working there until after this past season. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. So I. Um. So I, I've just always had a lot of fun going there. They we have this really fun setup where we have our setup. We can really easily modify things and change things up. Yeah, cool. uh, we have our main base. We have this really big base, like base structure that's just a lot of different, a lot of poles, and so we can hang all sorts of stuff off of it, and we come up with all sorts of crazy stuff. Yeah, I can imagine. Has anyone else um, from the gym been on the show like you? Like you? Um, yeah, a couple, um, couple of people have been on this show before in past seasons, but, uh, haven't, uh, but weren't shown on TV, haven't gotten the call. I was the only one from my gym that got the call this year. Yeah, wow. I was the only one from like my general, like I was the only one from the Detroit area to get the call for to wow. compete this year. Yeah. Wow. Um, there were actually, there were a couple now that I think there was a couple from, uh, a different gym, uh, a little bit farther away, a little bit farther north from here. A uh, couple people, but besides that, um, yeah, there weren't really many people from around my area that got the call. That's amazing! What a season it was. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell oh, yeah. me, so 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 tell me, because obviously, you know, for us in Australia, we Ninja's mm-hmm. not new, but it's obviously. Come in the states, right. like now we're seeing, especially I think mm-hmm. after season ten, uh, I think it was was that yeah. the, that was the year they decided to go to allow nineteen year olds in, yeah. Yeah, um, season ten was the year I turned uh, 
I had just turned 21 wow. for season 10, and they lowered the age limit when I finally was old enough. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mate. So I applied, and I didn't get on last year. Um, well, season 10, I didn't get on. And then uh, season 11, I decided to last minute apply. I mean, I've always been training. I'm always training at doing gym competitions and stuff, but I didn't really feel – I was like, oh, they didn't want me on last year. I don't think I want it apply that's what i what i was thinking for a while and then i thought to myself what if i really try my absolute best with the video try my mm. absolute best do it all myself make it so that i can like just really tell my story as good as i possibly can as as genuine as i possibly can and um and so i was um so I decided, like, three days left before the deadline, I finally started work on my video. Wow. <laughs> and then I – and sure enough, I got, I got the call. And, That's amazing. Yeah, and I <laughs> to Vegas. So, yeah. Mate, well, uh, we'll definitely – we'll definitely uh, – you'll definitely um, – what was I going to say? I'll definitely uh, pick your brain about your experience. But taking back to when you were oh, – yeah. taking back to you when you were 13 – Mm-hmm. When what was what did you see or what what were you watching? Was it maybe was it American Ninja Warrior or maybe back then it was Ninja? Um, Sasuke. You were watching Sasuke. Sasuke? Yeah, was, yeah, this was before. Actually, no, I first started watching when I was ten. Okay. Uh, so I started watching when I was ten. I watched started watching Sasuke, and then around the time of like American Ninja Warrior season one two, I started to play at the playground like like oh I I couldn't do pull ups or anything like that, but I'm like. Or monkey bars, even I couldn't hang across monkey bars, and so I'm just like trying to. Uh, so then I started to get motivated. A couple of years after I started watching it regularly, I'm just like, there's no, there are no gyms around or anything like that. So I was like, I wanted to try to work on things at the playground, and also me and my dad built stuff in my backyard. We were mm. probably like the first people in the country with a cliffhanger in our backyard. Wow! But um, this was almost nine years ago when we built the cliffhanger eight and a half years ago. Uh, but yeah, it just kind of just went from there. The more I, the more I did stuff at the playground, the more I just kind of taught myself, the more I studied from watching online, watching online and watching on TV. Um, yeah, I just, you could just, it's kind of weird with this stuff. Cause you don't like notice yourself progressing until you look back really. Mm. And like, look at old stuff. Stuff like I have old footage of myself from when I was younger and I was pretty bad. <laughs> and, it's, and it's like, whoa, it's, it's, things have definitely changed. Oh, I can imagine. Were you always sort yeah. of athletic when you were that young? Like, did you, were you doing other sports? No. Actually, no, no sports at all. I did cross country running like when I was, I, I didn't, yeah, I ran when I was like in middle school and like, very briefly but other than that i didn't do anything i mean i actually i also swam a little bit just for fun really but um i wasn't involved in really any school sports or anything like that i just kind of i've always been kind of a a kind of a nerd that just likes to sit at home and play video games so (laughs) um so i i don't know the fact that ninja warrior uh was kind of reminded me i think when i first started watching it i kind of reminded me of a lot of Mario, like a Mario game, because it was, like, from the side and stuff. Yeah. And, it, like, the cameras are from the side, so you just, like, it's like, whoa, it's pretty wild. So <laughs> I 
that I think that's what finally motivated me into tricking myself into working out by just doing obstacles. <laughs> just pretend you're in a video game. Mm-hmm, pretty much. <laughs> so you started building obstacles in your backyard, and then yeah. when did Ninja Gym start popping up? Um. So I started training. Well, so Ninja Gyms didn't start popping up around here for until a couple of years back. Okay. Um, uh, the first ninja gym I went to, so I, I, I remember, so it's almost been eight years now that when I first went to a ninja gym, me and my dad drove 10 hours to New Jersey, which is, so I live oh, in wow. the Midwest in the U S Wow. New Jersey's on the East coast, right by the Atlantic ocean. <laughs> so we drove, uh, quite a long way to uh, to New Jersey to go to uh, Chris Wolchewski's first gym. Okay. Because uh, he had this pro weekend. He had this yeah. pro weekend thing. Uh, this was between season three and four, so this was a long time ago. Wow. And uh, that's where I met like Drew Dreschel for the first time and Ryan Stratus for the first time. People like them, and obviously Chris, who's actually now my boss. I work for him now. Uh, <laughs> for the national ninja league so oh, amazing. yeah that's how i first met him and yeah i remember we had our first competition i they did like a little like training camp and stuff it was like the first time anybody had done something like that mm. and then then it was like over the course of a week and then we had a fun little competition and i failed the first obstacle oh <laughs> but, no yeah. were they steps well it was fun yep just three steps, only three steps, and I failed the third one. Oh, <laughs> I just no. tripped. Oh no! Yeah, were yeah. You, were you? Were you as tall? I still, yeah, sorry, go on. No, no. I, I still get. I'm still like. I still get worried about failing the first obstacle at every competition. <laughs> yeah. Even if I'm capable, it's just yeah. How do you snap no. yourself out of that? Is it just a matter of once the buzz, uh, once once the. Yeah, once you go, it's not really an issue. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can, I can understand that. Were you? Because I know you're quite yeah. tall. Like, were you like yeah. shorter when you were younger, and then you just suddenly just grew? Or, or yeah, I was, I was, I was. Um, yeah, I just grew real. Like my dad is. Uh, I'll, I'll try to think of meters. So I'm about somewhere like 187 188 189 or something like that that's all right you can still speak um, in feet we understand how big you know six foot is <laughs> yeah six two yeah i'm six two and uh yeah nice. i was when i started training i don't think i was five feet tall yet i think i might have been like four ten four eleven when i started training wow and then when i was when, then when i was in my like mid-teens i just started to grow quite a quite fast and yeah. then and then I started slow. Then when I between like the time I was like eighteen and like twenty, I think I grew a little bit more. But yeah, mm. I was I didn't always I wasn't always tall. <laughs> wow, I, it's just yeah. And my parents aren't that tall either. My parents are five nine and five six. So I just I don't know. Okay. So but, um, yeah. It, no, sorry, sorry. No, no. You go on, go on. No, no. I was just gonna say so. Um, so obviously, so there was no gyms uh, when you when you started mm-hmm. training. You started building stuff in your backyard. How are you mm-hmm. learning your skills? Or it was just watching the show. Yeah, just watching. Um, I, I just have this kind of 
if you if anybody saw my story on American Enduria, I have Asperger's, which is a high functioning form of autism, and I have a so I have a lot of special so people with Asperger's tend to have a a lot of special interests or one really focused special interest, I should say. And so I, when I started watching Ninja Warrior, that just became my thing. I was obsessed. And so I'd obsess, I obsessively learned all the results of like everybody ever and <laughs> in every episode. And, um, and like, so I, and I'd like hyper analyze how people would be doing obstacles and stuff. Yeah, wow. And, uh, and so it just kind of, happened from there so i kind of just taught myself by watching others really on tv and yeah so uh, yeah do you do you have like would, would it be obviously i'm sure there was stuff that you didn't get right first go but like were you able to mm-hmm. replicate movements very quickly or was it like you had to um, how did you how did you refine your skill i didn't really i didn't really things didn't really um fall into place for me and like i could adapt well i couldn't really adapt good until um until uh about four four and a half years ago i there was a time where i was a bit heavier i was uh there was a time where i was like 200 pounds so wow quite a bit more than i am now because i'm pretty i'm a pretty light lanky dude and uh and uh so that was like when I was 18. So that was almost five years ago. And, um, I decided to lose a bunch of weight, uh, just to be better at Ninja Warrior. And all of a sudden, when I started losing weight, all of a sudden I got like super good or like just improved really fast when I lost all the weight. Wow. And, uh, and, and so I knew that I, I, so I guess it was that I had the base, but I just didn't have the right, uh, body that was best for me for, um, ninja at the time so i i had already learned the movements and stuff but i'd always be like bogged down by like the weight and like i'd always like struggle with hanging on things for a long time whatever Mm. and now yeah obviously that's not an issue now but um yeah it makes me wonder how i would have been if i was all how my training would have been if i was always like maybe learning those things when i was heavier actually was for the best because mm. now things don't seem so bad yeah of course absolutely um oh i just had the question in my brain and i just i just lost it um ah yeah was, was there someone that you studied in particular like for me it's always i've always looked at tyler yamuchi because obviously he's the closest to oh, yeah. to my build so tyler's awesome yeah so if, yeah if he uh, if he can do something i go well He's actually an inch shorter than me, so I must be able to do it. <laughs> yeah, so um, there's been people all throughout. So I, especially when I was younger and as I was starting my training, even now still, I really, uh, there were definitely some people from Sasuke that I would watch all the time, um, especially uh, Makoto Nagano, of course, the legend second grand champion of Sasuke. Um, I actually got to meet him a couple years ago at NNL finals uh, in San Francisco when they were there. Oh, yeah. Awesome. He, uh, he flew over. And so it was amazing to meet him. Um, but I, sometimes I watch back, I still watch back his old runs from in his prime back like 10, 15 years ago. Yeah, and, yeah. um, 
sometimes I'm like kind of shocked because there's certain movements that I do just like him. And so I'm like, yeah, that's where I learned it, even subconsciously. Yeah, okay. And uh, obviously there's uh, people like – there are definitely a few people that I really pay attention to that compete nowadays. Uh, Yusuke Morimoto in Japan, the winner there, uh, current grand champion. He's amazing on upper body thing, grip strength. His grip strength's unreal. Yeah. Um, And then uh, – then there's uh, obviously Drew Dreschel. I've I've watched for a long, long time. Mm. Uh, I always look at his runs. I, then I also look at people like Najee Richardson and Sean Bryan, who are like gymnasts that have that really good control. Mm. And I really learn a lot from that. And then uh, there's a few. I, I really watch a ton of people and take notes from so many people. Um, even uh, like, for example, uh, for Australian ninjas like Bryson Klein, he's awesome. Mm. Uh, I, me and him are pretty similar builds, I'd say. So watching his techniques on things definitely is something that uh, helps me. Mm. I, I didn't actually, I didn't get the chance to say hi to him in a uh, Vegas. So if you're li- listening to this, Bryson, hi. <laughs> uh, he, uh, I'll, yeah, um, I'll make, um, I'll make sure. I'll... I mean, he was there for he was there for USA versus the world. I didn't get a chance to say hi yeah he's, um, he's awesome he's um yeah of, yeah yeah, of, yeah he's brilliant yeah every there's so many people that i that i watch and learn from like so yeah there's definitely a lot of things to be learned from just watching people do oh, ninja of course 100 percent, absolutely so you obviously mm-hmm. you said before you got your application in just in time for season 11 yep and mm-hmm. you got a call. When do they call you, out of curiosity? So Roughly. I submitted my application January 1st, oh, and wow. and I didn't get a call until the end of April. <laughs> wow. Yeah, because I guess since in, I, I got the call from my city, my region, and that was the last city that they had okay. uh, that they were doing, like was the closest one to me. And uh, – so I got the call. Actually, I was at the gym when I got the call, and I had I I had my phone. I usually don't have my phone, my ringer on, and uh, and so I I had it on for like the whole day I was training there, and then then like at eight thirty I decided to uh, turn it off because I gave up. I was leaving at nine. I'm like I give up, and then I just muted my phone so I didn't have to worry or think about it. Yeah. And then I leave the gym. And I'm in the car, and I, I notice my dad's driving me home, and I look at my phone, and it says missed call oh, no. from this uh, Los Angeles number. And I'm like, oh. And then I got a, then I heard the voicemail, and it was uh, it was Peter, the head caster for American Ninja Warrior. He's like, hey, Philip, it's Peter. When you get the chance, give me a call. And I'm like, oh. And I just kept on calling him. <laughs> I just was calling over and over again, hoping that he'd pick up uh, – I called probably way too many times waiting because I was like, oh, no, what if they don't <laughs> – they they are like, oh, whatever, he doesn't want to be – I know that's silly that he <laughs> in touch with me anyway. But, but I then I um then I decided to uh, – then I finally got back in touch with him the next day. And, uh, yeah, he, then he was like, someone – he said, a little birdie told me you wanted to be on American Ninja Warrior. I'm like, yeah. Then, <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> I was – that was definitely a 
very exciting moment. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're a lot simpler here. They just send you an email. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, so, <laughs> that's nice. Yeah, no, no, no. I, um, yeah, so it's, it's a little bit, uh, well, I guess it's still just as stressful. You're refreshing your emails all day. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you definitely have to wait for a call. Uh, so you get so yeah. you got your call end of April, and then how soon were you um, heading? Well, where, where did you do your run again? I just I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, Cincinnati. 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 So yeah. when was the Cincinnati? Um, when did they film it for you? That was a month after. That was like almost exactly a month after I got the call. Um, end of May. Uh, and so yeah, they uh, it was pretty hot out uh during the day especially when i was like checking in and stuff for yeah. like i had to wait outside while the sun was still up and it was oh. down on me so that was rough uh but you guys you guys in australia probably probably wouldn't think much of it <laughs> yeah well where we are where i am in melbourne i mean it's very hot today but the weather it's a bit bipolar yeah. so you don't, you don't know sometimes mm-hmm. it's going to be raining yeah. and sunny in the same day like it's yeah it's even wilder here in Michigan. Some there's been there's been times where it just like snows a ton, and then all of a sudden it's like it's like really. Then it's like then like two days later it all melts, and it's like all nice and warm outside. It's wild oh, wow. here in Michigan. <laughs> That's so random. <laughs> so yeah. you had a month, uh, I guess, to get ready. Did did anything change with your training? Like, did did you change your focus? No, I actually didn't really change my training in the slightest. Um, obviously, I kind of focused a little more on doing courses courses in the same style, but I'm always doing courses. I, it, I just kind of like was working on like six obstacle courses, 10 obstacle courses, mm. uh, doing those. But I really didn't change up my training much. I've always, I don't really do exercises in the same way as people i don't do like calisthenics or anything i just do obstacles yeah. so i just kind of i i, I kind of just always play i guess and uh and yeah i i figured that's worked for that the it's worked for me in the with the nnl finals and stuff in the past so i mm. figured you know might as well just and all the competitions that i do i just figured this training this is just another competition, but I obviously have to mentally prepare myself a bit different. But mm. yeah, physically, I just I didn't train much different. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So obviously, coming I guess to the qualifying round, what what is your mental prep? <laughs> How do you get ready? Um, I get very very nervous, especially <laughs> since I have since I as you saw on TV, I have a lot of anxiety issues. So they were definitely a they. The, the fact that I was about to be on a major TV show that of my dreams, uh, the biggest moment of my life, obviously, it was pretty nerve-wracking. Mm. Um, the first night, which I wasn't shown on the episode, um, I wasn't shown in the qualifying round, uh, but the first night I wasn't definitely wasn't as nervous as I was for city finals. Okay. Um, but I, I got to... So I was, uh, I, I'm, us- I'm usually not one to, uh, to like go shirtless and show off my muscles. Cause I don't really have much. I'm just kind of a lanky. <laughs> I don't really have this, these crazy toned abs or anything, but, um, 
but because it was like pretty hot out and it was humid so i just so my shirt was like completely sticking to my because i was sort of sweaty my shirt was completely sticking to my uh to my skin and so i'm just like at the start line i just decided to take off my shirt which i never do for like runs or anything and hey, so man. You that's kind of funny <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta <laughs> and, do <laughs> yeah and um yeah i wasn't yeah i wasn't prepared at all to it wasn't something i had in mind because usually everybody gets their chest waxed and everything before they're on the show or whatever really <laughs> I, I i think some people do actually i think some people do shit definitely but i i know a couple people that do um Fair or, or maybe i'm or maybe i'm just too hairy i don't know <laughs> <laughs> but i but i heard i heard that they were uh my friends were cracking up because I guess on the big screen they were just zooming right in on my chest hair. I'm like, oh my god! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but um, but anyway, so that was a funny thing at the start line. What did you get up to? Um, did you did you what's you, that? You 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 hit a buzzer for? Can't remember. Did uh, no, I didn't actually. Um, I fit. I fell on the very last jump of the slingshot in qualifying. Okay. Uh, so that was the fifth obstacle. That was like like that flying bar thing with the bungees. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I fell on the very last drop of that in qualifying. Oh um, no. Yeah, but that but I got twenty second, so I was able to uh, go to the city finals. So that hey, was man. cool. That's all you need. Um, yeah, yeah. And then obviously the second day I had my shirt on. <laughs> it wasn't as humid. And, yeah so i'm like all right uh but yeah wow so why why were you more nervous for the city finals i don't know honestly with anxiety things sometimes aren't exactly rational but with mental illness in general things don't necessarily are rational uh things aren't necessarily rational so i don't know what it was i just felt really really i don't know just everything was starting to really be too overwhelming it was starting to really sink in and like hey sorry to interrupt you right now um so far it's been a great conversation with with phil uh basically what happened is uh my microphone battery died uh which i was unaware of um from this point on uh so that we were basically discussing uh about Phil getting uh, anxiety uh, and him having, he basically started to have a panic attack leading into the city finals uh, so that he, he, he basically was at a point where he, he was thinking about just quitting and not, and not running, running the course. So yeah, we, we got kind of sort of sidetracked about that uh, for quite some time before I realized uh, the recording had stopped. So I had to change batteries. Uh, in the middle of it but we don't think you missed very much so as you'll find out uh in the next bit he was just talking about or he's going to talk about briefly how he was called his psychologist um to try and work out what what he should do like that i was on the show that i've been waiting for so long and so i then i just like ran back to my hotel i'm like no way i'm not doing this and uh but then I don't know. Then I called, 
I was like so freaked out. And obviously now looking back, I know that it was like a panic attack because I was like all shaking, nervous, crying, all that stuff, you name it. And so I was calling my, then I called, uh, first I called my psychologist who was thankful. Okay. So basically from what you heard just before, um, so Philip, uh, had a sort of, I guess, a nervous breakdown, um, I think it basically just all just hit him that he was literally living out this dream that he's had for 12 years. Um, and it just sort of, I think it just hit him basically real hard. And he was having a hard time trying to sort of calm down and relax. And he said he called his psychologist. Um, and yeah, he was basically about to just pull the pin and, and, and not want to, to run uh, run the course. So basically, yeah, he, um, he spoke to a psychologist and right now in the next bit, um, when he's talking about who he called, he's talking about one of the producers. So he had reached out to one of the producers about, um, you know, what he should do. Uh, and then he'll, he'll go on from there. Uh, by his phone. And so that was helpful. Uh, and she was really understanding and, uh, uh, let me know uh, she I wasn't sure if I wanted to run yet and she I asked what was the absolute latest time I could come check in just to calm myself down and stuff and uh, she told me it was like an hour and a half after that and so I was like all right um, I still wasn't sure if I wanted to run I it took a lot out of me to uh, just even check in and then go through rules with everybody mm. like go through the obstacle rules Mm. Um, I was just, even then I still wasn't sure about it running. I was even during rules. I'm just like, yeah, at least I'm out here. <laughs> and then, uh, but then they were also super nice and like, let me like kind of have like a little spot, uh, to myself, like at, in a, like a building nearby. They had okay. like this, this was in downtown Cincinnati. So there's like a building they rented out. Yeah. And, um, uh, and so um, they kind of like gave me some space and stuff and let me and my parents talk. And uh, I remember then I talked to my parents and talked to my psychologist on the phone again. I remember my psychologist saying something because uh, I was like talking like I think like because I was still really nervous and stuff. I'm like, I, I think I'd be like, obviously, uh, it wasn't really true. I was like, obviously, that I I want I think I'm fine if they, even if I don't compete, at least I got the chance to say, I don't care if I don't run tonight. And then my psychologist like, that doesn't sound like you talking. That sounds like, that sounds like your anxiety, Phil. And I'm like, and my parents definitely agreed with that. And they strongly encouraged me to just go out there and do it, you know, cause that mm. would be like the best thing to like help my anxiety, you know, to face my fears and go out there and do it. Mm. And, um, and so then, uh, yeah, and the, the produce, one of the producers just stayed right there with us, like, the whole time was super patient and everything. And uh, this was half an hour before taping started at this point. And then I still wasn't sure if I wanted to run. Then I finally was like, so I was supposed to run, like, because I got 20 seconds. They do, you do it in general, in, like, they sometimes, like, mix up the order a little bit, but generally it's, 30th to first for qualifying okay been qualifying they 
run it in like reverse order of placement. Okay. So I was supposed to run like eighth. So I was like, so I said to the producer, I'm like, all right, I, I decided I want to run, but can I run first? Can I run first, please? I yeah, wanted okay. to get it out of the way so bad. Yeah, <laughs> and, of course. And then he like went on his earpiece or whatever phone thing. And, uh, he's like, yep, you can run first. Wow. So we hopped right down there real quick and not too long after, like barely any time, I just was already right there and stepping up to the starting line. Wow. Uh, I felt completely weak. Panic attacks and anxiety take so much out of you physically that I was felt very weak going into like before running. But then once I stepped up to the start line, I my first foot hit the shrinking steps. I felt like myself again for like the first time in like a while, like, like for the first time since being in Cincinnati. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, then all of a sudden, like, it felt like, you know, I was just playing on obstacles like I do at the gym and, uh, I was just getting through every obstacle. Then the crowd was getting louder and louder because they didn't expect me to, uh, they didn't expect the first runner to, uh, this like random rookie to get to, uh, the ninth obstacle. So they were, it was just getting louder and louder and I was surprising myself. And, uh, but I, and I was the first person to try out the slam dunk. Mm. Um, yeah, I was the first. So, uh, I saw, well, we saw a tester do it. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I didn't really have much else to go by. I just had to hope for the best really. And hope that, um, which actually ties into your uh, thing you said earlier about when you, when did you first start to you know uh, be able to just adapt and get movements by yourself like you know um, that was definitely one of those times where I really my experience and like kind of categorizing obstacles by certain movements in my head helped out because I kind of like figured I kind of guessed. Uh, when I got to it, I'm like, so these, so the hand, side handles are kind of like cliffhangers, except with a little lip or it wasn't much to grab onto. Yeah. And they were pretty heavy, uh, balls. And I just figured that, and I figured that the tip a little as you were, as you'd, uh, as you'd, uh, hang on to them. Cause it's only like hanging in this little basket. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so I'm just like, I, I kind of just figured that it was like a mix of that the movement would be like a mix of a cliffhanger, an unstable bridge or wave runner, or whatever, and like the sky hooks where you have to like swing and jump the a ring. But I figured it'd be like all those movements in one mixed with all this other stuff. And so I just kind of came up with a game plan based on the movements that I knew from other obstacles. Mm. And sure enough, it was it was good enough for me to uh, make it through that obstacle. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, the ninth obstacle, what, uh, running what, what, first. What was the ninth obstacle? I just, I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, spinball wizard. Okay. It was the, yeah, I, yeah, I slipped off. Like I fell on the very first jump of that. Um, I don't know. I just kind of, well, Baron, well, considering I was still having a panic attack 30 minutes before I ran, I was pretty physically spent mm. and I, I still feel like I was only running at like 50% strength wow. during my city finals. 
because I've done courses way longer than that. And like, like, uh, obviously this course was pretty difficult, but I've done things that are pretty much that difficulty, if not more. Mm. And, um, so I don't know. It's just a mix of things. I was pretty pumped out after the slam dunk because of the reasons I stated earlier. Um, but yeah, I just kind of, I just slipped off, you know, sometimes just things happen in Ninja, you just miss something, you slip, you know, so. Well, Matt, you were not, you one were, of those times, definitely. You were nine obstacles deep, so who cares? <laughs> like, you, yeah. you, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. you, you had just, like you just said, 30 minutes ago, you were having an absolute panic attack, and you wanted to then mm-hmm. be the first runner, so. Just, yeah. just, just saying yeah. you want to be the first runner is enough, in my opinion, to give anyone a panic attack. <laughs> yeah. So I love going first. It's like my favorite. I actually run first. I've run first in a few like gym competitions, and I always feel the best going first, trying to set the bar high and stuff. Like, um, I don't know. I feel like there's less pressure when they're when you go first, especially if the more experience you have, the better game plan you can set for yourself even without seeing anybody run mm. and um and uh and i think i did set the bar high and set the tone for the night because an absolute rookie or well not absolute rookie because i've been doing this a long time but yeah. a rookie to the show getting to uh to the ninth obstacle and then all of a sudden then we have seven finishers which is the most for the season wow. and uh to follow so i i i would like to think that i set the bar for the rest of the night i think you uh, did. It was yeah a, it was a great run <laughs> but obviously yeah, i don't no, it, I, it was, yeah. go on sorry sorry it was definitely yeah it was definitely a lot of fun to uh enjoy the whole rest of city finals just by just being able to hang out in the competitor area with everybody just hanging and chilling having a good time just watching everybody run without having to worry about anything. That's a good point. Uh, it was pretty, uh, it, it was pretty, I was pretty certain I was making it to Vegas after making the ninth obstacle. So then I got ninth. So yeah. Absolutely. You, so. you crushed it. I think that was, yeah. <laughs> I, it's funny, right? Because I remember uh, Andy, um, the, the uh, is he the web guy? Is he your web guy? Or are you the web guy? Uh, for uh, NNL. Web guy for NNL. Yeah, I'm the web guy. You're yeah. the web guy. Okay. So I remember yeah. Andy, a uh, commentator. Um, yeah. When I was uh, came last year, he mm-hmm. he um, and Chris Wachowski pick, picked up a few of us um, and drove us to the qualifier for internationals. And even then, mm-hmm. I remember him mentioning your name. He goes... Uh, oh, you mean Alex? Alex, I sorry. think Alex. You... Oh, jeez. Yeah. There you go. I'm stuffing up. <laughs> Alex, hi, been... Alex. Hi, don't he's, listen to this, Alex. I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to bleep. He's one of my best friends. We, I've known him since outside of NNL. We've known each other for a long time. Yeah, uh, wow. I actually... We, we actually met because of a... At a... At a... On a Sasuke forum. <laughs> oh, there so, you go. Yeah. 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 Most of my friends I've met, I've never really had many friends. I mean, I've had a couple of friends before Ninja Warrior, but... Since Ninja Warrior, I almost all my friends are ninja, you know. So that's cool. That's it's, one fun it's, thing. It's funny how that happens. I, I wouldn't say I, I definitely didn't have friends. I definitely, obviously, I, I had friends in you know, different mm-hmm. circles and all sorts of stuff. But I've definitely found that uh, mm-hmm. since Ninja, yeah, I've, I've 
I'm pretty, how do I describe it? How do you describe it? It's, well, it's a community, but it's like a, just, it's just this community yeah. that we all just, and it's funny is it doesn't matter where you are in the world. If it feels like the, it's, it feels the same. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's, definitely. it's, um, yeah, it's, it's just an amazing community. Mm-hmm. You just, you just feel this yeah. sense of belonging, I guess. Um, but so mm-hmm. what I was saying was that, yeah, Alex, <laughs> Alex was, uh, even he was talking, he was talking you up back then. And that was, I think that was before, um, that was before season 11. So yeah, he said, he said to, uh, mm-hmm. he said to watch out for you. <laughs> so when I was watching, yeah. when I was watching and they said your name, I was like, Oh, this must be who Alex is talking about. <laughs> yeah. Who talking about. Yeah. yeah, you certainly you certainly delivered, man. So obviously post um so obviously not off sorry, we haven't even finished with the show. So you came ninth and yeah. you, you were told you're going to Vegas. What was that moment like for you? Uh that was very exciting. Obviously I was keeping track the whole night of my placement and stuff, but uh but just being told like they did it and they they like went down the order just uh and a- afterwards they went down the order so they went so the producers were like in first place and then all the way down so i was so excited to hear my name ninth it was really cool and everybody it sounded like uh, obviously it might be my own bias but it sounded like people were cheering more for me getting ninth than most <laughs> so that was that was pretty fun who came first who who was the who was the um, who were the two power ta- it was i can't remember uh michael torres and ethan swanson oh yep 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 that's right michael torres yeah that. yeah um they were lying. yeah oh that's crazy do you do you um so obviously you you know you found out you're going to vegas how long did you then have until filming for vegas how many like Two and a half weeks or three weeks or something. Yeah, it wasn't much. Wow. Did you did you then change? Actually, yeah, three weeks. Did you then change three any weeks training at all, or you just kept you just kept doing your thing? Kept doing my thing, but as I, as I did for Cincinnati, I kind of changed it to like courses that were more like stage ones more often. Mm. Uh, I mean, I'm always doing all sorts of different types of courses, but I definitely try to replicate things more at the gym. Yeah, for okay. Vegas. Yeah, okay. But nothing prepares you for Vegas your first time, really. It's it's oh. some it's completely different. Man, I'm it's wild. I'm, I can imagine. I'm only I'm only dreaming for season twelve. We'll um mm-hmm. yeah. uh, we'll see what happens yeah. for both of us. You probably have a better chance than myself. Yeah. But um <laughs> Um I I really hope you can get on. That'd be cool to have the first person to be on both like I mean well, USA versus the world is one thing, but I mean, on like the proper season, having someone that was both on Australian Ninja Warrior and American Ninja Warrior, that'd be something really cool. And yeah, I really do hope you get on the show next, well, next season. That's the selling point. So, you know, it, it, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, I have to send you my video. Um, I think you'll like it. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah. We, I think we did a good job, but um, so you didn't have much time. So you, you just you didn't necessarily travel. Did you travel to any other gyms? Um, did you change anything? No, not, not really. No. Uh, considering how uh, I just, I, I did. Uh, yeah, I just kind of trained like usual at my gym. Uh, I did. 
uh, I did uh, go to uh, a different gym uh, when there was nobody else there. I went to another local gym. Well, like, well, after it was, uh, after everybody was, after it was closed and like closed hours, and uh, they let me come and uh, and I got to just do everything by my. I had to obviously keep the whole Vegas thing on the down low, but I uh, I um, just went through like. Uh, stage ones style courses over and over and over again mm. while nobody was there so that was fun uh but yeah not really much else different uh so, sorry where was, where was that gym again sorry just it just cut out for me uh, it's a it was a gym that it's another gym that's nearby it's a bit farther away than my gym i work at but it's called iron grip ninja and it's uh just uh it's pretty close by here okay it's a bit north of here yeah and Iron Sports is the one in Texas, right? That's Sam's. Yeah. Sam's? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. I can't keep track of all. You have so many gyms, man. It's ridiculous. Yeah, there's so many now. We've got like five, yeah. and it's so easy to know. <laughs> yeah, I remember in the I remember in the NNL when we. Well, obviously, I remember before there was before there was one, but I but when the NNL was first, just four years ago when the NNL was first started, there we had. 11 or 12 gyms and now we have like 75 <laughs> so man. yeah it's it's wild oh man my, my goal is just to somehow have a whole bunch of money and just do a tour just from one side to the oh, other yeah. of as many as many as many gyms as i can so it's just it's just wicked like um, your yeah. setups the setups you guys have is oh <clears throat> it's you know, a kid in a candy store. You know, it's it's, it's amazing. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> so so, many fun gyms. so the big day, the big moment comes. So what what's the what's that weekend or experience like um, leading into? So obviously, I'm assuming you're heading into Vegas, not the day of. I'm assuming maybe a few days before. Several days before. Several days I think before. I was there for like four days before. So what's that experience uh, like? So they do multiple. Uh, they do multiple days of like b-roll and uh uh so like interviews and like those fun camera shots where like your names on the board and the whiteboard in the back they like rent out so they flew me out they pay they paid for my flight in the hotel which was cool oh, that's uh, lovely. and uh yeah and it was at the luxor in las vegas which was the big which is the big pyramid thing it's <laughs> yeah, a big okay. pyramid hotel yeah, and uh, uh, A&W, like, rented out, like, a big part of that hotel. So, like, some of the big rooms they had set for, they uh, reserved for interviews and, like, camera, like, B-roll shots and stuff. Yeah, okay. So, uh, Las Vegas, as a city, isn't exactly my type of place. I don't, I don't drink, I don't do any of that. So, it was kind of, a, it was kind of, like out of my comfort zone obviously yeah. yeah and uh but so i mainly was just uh there's a ninja gym in las vegas called camp rhino shout outs to them that's mm. where all of us train when we go to las vegas and uh, uh yeah and yeah. it's yeah it's a really fun big place really nice place um and they're actually in the nnl now so that's cool oh awesome. they're doing their first pretty soon yeah awesome. um yeah uh it was a lot of fun uh, being able to. So, like, 
instead of being on the strip and stuff, I just like to almost most, it seemed like most of the time I was there, I, I, instead of, well, I think a lot of people like would, most people were just going there like for like an hour the whole weekend or the whole week, just, just to get them, their bodies ready and stuff. Mm. But I, I really didn't like the hustle and bustle of Las Vegas. And I just was like, I just wanted, I just wanted a sense of something that was normal to me. So I just kind of, so pretty much every day that I was in Vegas, I was going to the gym. Yeah. Fair I was enough. going there and training. Yeah. And, uh, I, but one thing was that I was not prepared. I, they, it is very hot in Las Vegas, obviously. Mm. And definitely, definitely hotter than, uh, than obviously here in, midwest northern u.s you know <laughs> yeah obviously so well drier at least it gets pretty warm here but it's definitely drier there and um and uh i remember i the first time i went to the gym i there in vegas i decided to uh i was trying to go at my own my normal pace for like training so i just like hop right on stuff and go at it yeah and i was dead after like 10 minutes i'm like just dying i'm like oh my god it's so hot i'm sweating bullets and i'm and so then thankfully my i i had to uh, it, it's really hot to even walk outside it was really hot to even walk outside and uh it, but especially inside it was they only had like a couple fans big fans but it was still really hot out it hot inside and um so I had to text my dad. I'm like, Dad, can you bring me some? Uh, can you go to to a Seven Eleven or something and get me some? Get me a big bottle of water, please. <laughs> and so he came in clutch with the uh, with the giant Smart Water, and uh, that definitely. So I didn't feel dead anymore, and I just I just remembered for the rest of the trip that it was it's hot in yeah. Vegas, and I need to pace myself correctly. And I had several really good workouts. That's good. Well, that's good. That's good advice. I'll um, yeah. <laughs> I'll, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll try and remember yeah. that. Um, so, did you did you socialize with some of the other ninjas? Obviously, in the gym, I'm sure you were. But yeah. um, did you do anything outside, yeah. like even going out for dinner or anything like that? Or um, not really go out. For, not really go out for dinner. But uh, obviously, I hung out with people when they were at the gym. Uh, I was definitely starstruck a lot of times. Or it starstruck and also moments of me just being like, wow, I made it when I'm just like training with everybody that I've just watched on the show for so many years. It's like, I'm one of them. It's weird. Um, like, especially when I like met Jesse Graff, I'm like, whoa, <laughs> this is big time. I, I, I really made it now. Being able to just train, there was only a few of us at the gym at the time. Like, I'm like training with like Jesse Graff and like, and like, dude this is awesome it was it was like a dream come true really training with everybody there was like jesse graff and everybody like I, it was a group of california ninjas so it was like jesse graff david campbell brian crutch and it was super fun it was That's awesome crazy i had i had i can sort of understand i am um, especially at the nnl um i don't think we met at the nnl i'm not sure if we if no i, I don't you. think so no um but it was pretty it was pretty crowded <laughs> oh man it was insane um but yeah i had that yeah. moment with uh with barclay i was uh walking my a friend of mine was talking to her and i just sort of was just 
walking by and just paused and mm-hmm. then we said, Toshi, introduce yourself. I was like, oh, hey. <laughs> yeah, and, then, uh, yeah. and then, um, yeah, she gave me a, a fist bump because I was the first person for my wave. I think it was heat three. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was walking yeah. past, walking by, she gave me a little fist bump and I was like, man, and then walking around, and, oh yeah, Daniel Gill's just walking by and uh, it's like, yeah. oh, geez, okay. <laughs> This was heck. This was this was hectic, you know. So um, yeah. I, I I can I can I can understand. Um, yeah, yeah. Wow. NNL that NNL this year. I actually met um, I met Olivia and Ben at last year's NNL uh, when it was in Georgia. Oh, uh, yeah. It wasn't def- It wasn't nearly as crowded because it was just the adults in there. It wasn't like all the age groups together. Yeah. Um, and uh, it was at a big, very big gym. So there was, and we were, I got there a couple of days before just to hang out and train there. And, uh, and uh, Alex, uh, and obviously, obviously I knew how much of a legend Olivia is. And, uh, and uh, Ben, I, I don't think I had seen Ben before. I don't think he was on, on, I don't think I seen Australian Ninja Warrior season two that he was on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I didn't really know who he was yet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And but yeah, but Alex like dragged me over to say hi to Ben and Olivia, and they were awesome. And like, and Olivia was like, "You you look so natural and like smooth on these things on these obstacles because it was at Open Gym and uh, I was just flying around like usual." Yeah. Yeah. And I that was like the biggest compliment ever coming from like you know an Olympic gymnast. <laughs> you know, that's that's something else. So yeah. Oh man, it was amazing. awesome. Nah, it, it was. Yeah, uh, I'm sure we all wish we did better, but. <laughs> um, I was I was okay with my I was pretty good happy with my result because I beat the monstrous thing. <laughs> yeah, man, that... I I was the only one to I I was the only one to static the monstrous swing. Was that you? Was that you who went one arm? Like you went you went? Yeah. Was, ah, yes, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I, was, oh I, I didn't mind the course that much because of that, but <laughs> that was crazy. But I, I, I definitely understood why people were like upset because it was a very, very hard course. Well, I didn't beat stage yeah. one. I fell on the shape, shape escape. Uh, but yeah, that was only three days after I sprained my ankle, so I was happy I made it up the wall with an ankle brace. <laughs> well. Mate, you were one of what I think fifteen people to get past yeah, that 15. that third obstacle. So yeah. that's yeah. that's I mean, and I remember I was just sitting there watching. I'm like, how is Josh Levin dropping off this thing? How is Joe Morosky dropping off? I'm like, how are these was... people whose grip strength? Like, I mean, well, Josh, for God's yeah. sakes, will hopefully be going to the Olympics for climbing. I mean, I just yeah. <laughs> I I couldn't fathom how these people whose grips are yeah. vice like. Um, yeah. and not I'm not sticking it. So I mean, yeah. So yeah, it was just this. It's like the perfect hard obstacle. It like take it took grip strength, but also perfect precision oh. and and just like just really good. You you have to have really good uh visualization, obviously, to like. Because it's your first time getting up on that a thing like that, and it's just like you have to just just guess how it's gonna work and uh, oh. just go for it, really. Man, 
<laughs> what a what an, what an experience. But um, so I got sidetracked. So taking back to Vegas. So uh, you'd spent yeah. a few days. You'd spent a few days there, and then obviously, what's the what's the procedure like? So I'm assuming they take you through the course throughout the day, or what's the how does it work? Um. So so what they do is they so like I mentioned, they have a couple days before they do the interviews like the camera interviews and like the the b-roll shots like before going to commercial and stuff where they have you like sit stand in front of a sign stand in front of like this big led board with your name on it so that's cool Mm. and um but then the next day they do uh these overhead crane shots we all we all go to uh we all go on to the go to the set for the first time yeah and it's the night before or the day before night before and uh they so they gave us all we all walked in this tent and which was the competitor tent and they all had these uh these suitcases these really fancy roller suitcases with uh with like with uh embossed on it uh the a and w logo and it says national finalist so yeah we all got these awesome suitcases uh and uh and shirts and a bunch of stickers uh for example uh, hold on here's my nintendo switch case <laughs> national finalist sticker nice uh and the ethan swanson sticker right here. Yeah, yeah of course uh, <laughs> yeah um yeah so that was that was the moment what i think the moment where i really like i really wasn't i i definitely didn't have panic attacks or anything like i did in cincinnati because this because I made it, I already beat my anxiety, and like I was, um, I it honestly, Vegas was just more just a learning. I, I knew that I'd have to going into Vegas as a rookie, I had to just like accept the fact that it's pretty intimidating and just do my best and really enjoy the experience. Yeah, that's a nice way I, to think about it. Yeah, I'm very glad I did that because I remember the moment when we all were all chilling in the competitor tent. I just like looked around me and I was just like, I was just like, and I saw my, and also when I saw my suitcase, I'm just, and seeing everybody around me just sitting around me and chilling and stuff and everybody looking around at everybody. I'm just like, whoa, I made it. <laughs> I made it. This it was, it was the, it was insane. Just thinking about it like i was just like i had all my bat like we all had our own little spot to put our bags and stuff and like oh here's just adam rail just laying down chilling like two feet away from me and then travis rosen right next to me on the other side and like just everybody all all the other ninjas like just talking and stuff right by me it's like whoa <laughs> it's, wow. it's this I, it was very hard to process but i was I was like grinning like a little kid the entire time. I was oh. just like, <laughs> it, it was imagining it. <laughs> yeah, and then and then we did the uh, then we did camera shots at the start line where all of us were all eighty six of us that made it to Vegas. Yeah, we all stood on the start line and they did the, these like overhead camera crane shots for like what seemed like forever. They did a lot of them. Yeah, oh, wow. A lot of there's like a lot of B roll that goes into uh like even just for a short few seconds like there's tons of tons of tons of work they do to make it go perfect 
Man, they do such a yeah. Yeah, man, they do such a great job from a production point of view. So I can only I can only imagine obviously having been on it on the Australian one, I mean I can see from the background, but it just seems bigger and grander over over, yeah. over there. So yeah, I can imagine the work. So once you were I guess obviously in your tent, um, when did when did they start showing you the course? Um so Obviously, we got to look at the like from where we were on the start line. We got to um, we got to see. We weren't allowed to obviously wander around when we had to do our camera shots because they didn't want us getting any advantages or anything. So of course, we all we all we all just kind of stuck together, and uh, obviously we could see a couple obstacles, but we couldn't see everything. Uh, but we didn't really see the whole course until uh, till rules the next day. Um, the next day was when it was that we all got shuttled there at 5 p.m. and we didn't. We had to stay in the tent in the blistering heat. Sun hadn't gone down yet until then. The sun was starting to set. It was still light out and at about 7:30, and we did rules. Or at seven, I think we did rules. We walked through all the obstacles and. Uh, uh, it was fun because Jake Murray was demoing. <laughs> yeah, he, had, he didn't make it to Vegas this year, so he was oh, demoing no. some of the obstacles. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm glad uh, they yeah they showed some of the testers like that, like show some of them. Yeah, cool. yeah. yeah, it was cool seeing Jake Murray on there, and uh, and uh, then uh, then after rules, then. Uh, like an hour more wait after rules and then once it got dark out and they just started runs i ran eighth uh they were already uh there was already one finisher seth rogers who was also a rookie he absolutely killed it this season making it to deep into stage three um Mm. he was the first finisher of he was the first finisher at taping of stage one wow he ran a couple before me yeah, he absolutely killed it. Uh, and uh, then I ran eighth. I was, I was like really nervous, but it wasn't like an anxiety nervous. It was like a like a game day nervous. It was weird. I was like really pumped, but really obviously nerve a little nervous. But um, I knew that I was very intimidated by the course by yeah. Vegas. Everything in stage one, especially is so big and just off high off the ground even things that don't seem like they're high off the ground they're it's just these huge pools of water and mm. it, it, it's it's pretty scary um and and so i was pretty intimidated by it i wasn't i really was i had a game plan for pretty much everything though and i just got up on the course once it was my run I felt good on the steps, obviously, and then uh, I was pretty unsure. I was really unsure of myself on most of Vegas because it was just super intimidating, especially for a first-timer, mm. which makes me all that more – that's why I just have to I, – I can't give enough praise to Seth Rogers, who, you know, was a, is also was also a rookie and made it so far pretty – an obstacle away from beating stage three you know that's wow that's wild so he as a rookie that's just 
yeah, I, I told like the fact that he was able to get through, like battle all the intimidation from like how crazy huge the course is and stuff. It's insane. But anyway, I, so then we got to, uh, the, the new second obstacle, which was spin your wheels. And it, uh, that was pretty high up, high up off the ground. And, uh, one thing, one concern I had was with all the lights and stuff, I was afraid of like a big lache obstacle, like because of um, just the depth, you know, it's night and there's lights everywhere and stuff. Mm. And um, I was just hoping, but it ended up not being an issue. And uh, I got through that obstacle pretty fast, although my feet were off the edge of the landing platform because it was like offset to the side. It was like it was like an angled landing that was kind of off swing, so you had to like swing in a weird direction, mm. and then double dipper, the most terrifying obstacle I've ever tried in my life. Yeah, <laughs> double it, dipper. It looks oh insane. It it really oh. does. Yeah, double dipper was just it was so high off the ground. It was terrifying, and. There's just a whole pool of water below you, and you just have to hold on. I most people, everybody goes switch grip for the first one, yeah. And it, it just takes you. At first, it's like a slow start. It's like it's slowly taking you down. All of a sudden, it just goes flying. Yeah. And next thing you know, you're in midair trying to catch the next bar. That's and, crazy. Uh, and the next thing before you know it, then you're spotting your dismount for landing and the second track is so goes by so fast that i let go too late and so i started like flying and dangling in the air and then i landed right on my butt and like my feet went like i just landed like in a perfect sitting position with my feet dangling over the landing platform and that i think was the reason why i failed the jumping spider because i it considering I was already really intimidated, I just like, it made, it made me lose my focus, which was obviously a rookie mistake. And just that having that close of a save and then I'm like, all right, let's go. And then I just ran right into the jumping spider without composing myself. Yeah, and I just okay. got a terrible, I got a bad bounce off the off the trampoline. And I do, I was done when I, I, I got way too high of a jump, but no distance. So I just went like, right down and mm. uh yeah I, I like stuck my I, I i stuck my arms and legs in there for like a split second but i just i slid off because of just the just the uh yeah. j- just because of the direction and everything and so i slipped off and yeah oh well <laughs> Man, but, it's such an impressive effort how far do you reckon that gap is from the um tramp to the spider wall what what would you what it's would you... hard to it's hard to say because it like curves in mm. so it it was pretty far it was farther than I thought it would be especially when you're facing it dead on it's 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 hard to say how far it is but um maybe like it's not like a super super far distance but it's it it definitely takes you by surprise yeah okay. Yeah, I've, I've, mm-hmm. I've looked at it on in Australia, like just from the sideline. Obviously, I haven't made it to the mm-hmm. spider wall, and it 
It looks, mm-hmm. when I compare it on screen, it, it definitely looks mm-hmm. closer in Australia than it does in America. It looks mm-hmm. quite far yeah. away. So, um, I guess it's hard to sell. I mean, I guess Barclay's done it before. Tyler mm-hmm. must have done it before because I think he made it to stage two a few years ago. So, yeah, it, it definitely would be a big send. So, obviously, you know, you, you fell in. How were you feeling, obviously, once you obviously fell in the water? Like, um, I was a little to... bummed, but I was a little bummed, but I knew that I went through a lot over the course of the season. Yeah. With anxiety and everything, and the fact I was just happy that I made it to Vegas. I knew that it was just, like, you know, my rookie year and everything, and I, I was pretty happy with how everything went. Even if, though, I wish that I could have, you know, if only, who knows how I would have done if I had just taken that split second. Like, some people were, obviously, if they were landing, like, perfectly on the double dipper and just, they, they, they were, aka, they didn't land on their button, they just landed on their feet. (laughs) They, they would just, a lot of people ran right into the jumping spider, which makes sense because they were already, like, Go. You know, yeah, yeah, they yeah. didn't have any close call, and they just were focused and kept going. Yeah, yeah. I, if only I, who knows how things would have gone if I had just taken a split second, just a second, just taken a breath, and just just recomposed myself and went for it. Because it wasn't that far of a jump. It was just you know one of those things, just like me on the spinball wizard. You just you know things just you just slip. You know. So is that case of. Uh... If only I did this, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> yeah. We've all had plenty of those. Um, so, yeah, I can understand being a little bit bummed, but obviously I'm sure, yeah, like you said, you'd gone through a lot over the weekend. Then I guess it was just a matter of, you know, you just enjoyed the rest of the, rest yeah. of the experience. and Yeah. yeah that was Definitely. What was, it, uh, what was it like? What was, like, the crowd and everyone like when they had – 21 finishes i think was it 21 on stage two yeah 21 21 yeah man that must it was insane so yeah we were like especially after last year when you know the past couple years when we've gotten like almost nobody like only two or three people yeah every year it was and then uh in stage two at taping the first runner was casey sachaki and he he beat stage two and we were like, Oh wow. <laughs> after so many years, after several years of just like almost nobody beating him, and then he just beats the first runner, you know, mm. it's like, it's like, Whoa. And that, that's amazing. And then all of a sudden everybody started beating it. And I don't know. We, everybody just, it, it was, it was like, Whoa, how are, it's going to be a crazy battle on stage three, and, which I was, that was, some people were like complaining that it's too easy or stuff, but I was like, it makes up for lost time <laughs> for lost ground, considering how many, how there's been, there was like nobody on stage two the past several years, pretty much. So who is, com- uh, who is complaining? Get up and do it. Go, I don't know. Go, go and show us how it's done. <laughs> yeah. I know. It was, it was definitely, it was still a pretty hard course, a pretty hard stage. I think everybody was just at the top of their game. I, I I think once once one person finishes, then then it just then the morale morale gets higher and people just start following after. Well, that's the thing. I think that's where I think 
if I do get on, um, I'd be really enjoy being on the sideline, as in as a competitor, because over here we're not allowed to watch other runs, so we have to oh, be, wow. we have to be separated from we're, we're in a we're in a holding like a tent, uh-huh. like you'd have your you know, yeah. competitors tent. So we would have a, yeah. a tent or a room that we'd all be in, and then in groups of five, when they're pulling you out for your runs, you then uh-huh. go sort of behind the monitors or. Um, <laughs> In a room, season two, we were in a holding room, so they had a monitor, so you could watch. Um, and yeah. that was the only time you were actually able, after being shown the course, you were able to see the yeah. see the actual course. Mm-hmm. So anxiety and nerves are always high because mm-hmm. we have to listen to how the audience is responding. And then we'd, mm-hmm. we'd wait for the person to come back if they were dry or if they were wet, and they'd give you feedback. Yeah. But yeah, we're not, we're not able to watch on the yeah. sides. So... Um, yeah, just like you said, like just being able to watch and you know see maybe someone find a beta yeah. or some move, and you know th- that that could make all the difference. Mm, definitely, um, yeah. We we kind of have our own holding areas for uh, we had our own kind of holding areas for uh, and W in Cincinnati specifically. I remember well Cincinnati and Vegas actually uh, the competitor areas uh, where we were kind of had like a it was kind of fenced off but um we had a monitor but it was like out in the open it wasn't like indoors yeah it it was out it was out in the open and we could we could see people we could see walk we could see runs like i mean it was it would get kind of hard to see the farther somebody would get Mm. on the course but it was it wasn't too hard to watch everybody's runs and watch on the monitor and stuff yeah no that's cool i think Personally, that for me, that would ease my my stress levels yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. It wasn't. It didn't ease mine when I right before I ran in uh, qualifiers in uh, Cincinnati because like this, like right before my run, there were uh, three. There, there's somebody I I don't think I knew the person that ran right before me. Yeah. But like the three people, like back to back to back, I think that ran like very close to right before I ran were Kyle Schulze, who made it to Vegas last year. He failed the spinning bridge. Then Johnny Wilder, who's super good and made it to stage three on at in NNL finals last year, uh, he failed the spinning bridge. And then Tyler Yamaguchi failed it like two runners before me. And I was like, oh, no. And I was so scared of the spinning bridge. And uh, actually, there is one clip you can see of my qualifier run when they in my city finals profile. They show me making the save on the spinning bridge. I, like, trip over the second-to-last ball and, like, I'm halfway off the platform. And I just make a leap for it and I'm halfway off the platform and climb up. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I was very happy that I didn't join the string of – Unfortunate spinning bridge fails. Oh yeah, yeah. It always sucks when uh when the yeah. send when the send train goes the wrong way. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So you know, fantastic. I guess start to your uh, I don't know what mm-hmm. to call it. I want to say professional ninja or official ninja. I don't know. It's, yeah. You know, it was a great start. It's a great, obviously, it's not a start for you, but obviously, from a mm-hmm. you know television point of view, um, yeah, definitely. Probably 
you know, couldn't have gone better. I mean, obviously, it would have been nice to hit a buzzer, but hell, yeah, you know, that's we... my goal for season twelve. Mm. My goal, my goals for season twelve, if I get the call, are one hitting a buzzer in qualifying, and two hitting a buzzer in stage one in Vegas if I make it to Vegas again. Yeah, cool, cool. Yeah. Oh man, it'd be, it'd be definitely. Amazing. That's my. That's. I don't think that's an unrealistic goal considering I made it halfway through stage one. I, I'm sure <laughs> if I just focus and everything, I I'm, I was capable of being stage one this year, but that's just how things go. So. Oh, hundred yeah. percent. I mean, like like you said, you mean you've been training for probably a lot longer. You've been training basically as long as any veteran has, like yeah, a real much. veteran. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I'm sure your capabilities. Are definitely mm-hmm. there um so much of it's mental and focused absolutely. yeah absolutely yeah i have to wrap it up shortly but i do have a few i think some really key questions so with mm-hmm. with 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 your anxiety mm-hmm. if how like how, if, if if other people because I, I know obviously a lot of especially rookies uh, who just do mm-hmm. local comps you know it's their first comp or uh, yeah a lot of people are always very anxious even if even after multiple comps do you have a trick yeah. or something that you you do or tell yourself um, to if you if you ever find find that you yeah. you can't control that anxiety um, immediately? Is, is there some sort of trick or um, uh, um, reset or something that you do? Uh, obviously, breathing helps a lot. Mm. And just from my own experience, what I tell people that are new and like have um, are really nervous before running is. Uh, I know that I I can't necessarily control that I'll be nervous, but I can control how I react to it mm. or how I respond to that feeling. Mm. And so, like, for a while I was having a problem where I'd, I'd be getting sick before a run and I'd, my stomach would get sick and I'd just, like, go to have to run to the bathroom and throw up or whatever. And uh, But I thankfully i'm better at that now to controlling that uh it's just something that comes with experience and like knowing that the more competitions you do the more i know realize that i'm fine once i get on the course and these feelings are normal and i'm i'll be fine after i run you know Mm. so that definitely helps just that peace of mind you know even if i feel nervous in the moment yeah yeah no absolutely i think yeah right for me personally what's worked is uh, not that I've I don't get anxious too much these days but yeah definitely I think it was a, the whole remember like where you, like your skills and you like what, what your, your the training you've put in and sort of remind yourself that you are capable of actually oh, yeah, of definitely. actually doing it and I found as soon as I started doing that you know I started sending harder I stopped caring because I knew I could finish mm-hmm. or I knew I could I could do it so it just, yeah. it, it, just it changed it changed the game for me and the last question yeah, I have, which is a selfish one for myself, is the shrinking steps. How? I mean, obviously, because you're quite tall, but how how big's that? How big's that gap? Is it is it quite comfortable? Not that bad, actually. Um, Tyler said I, that, I, but I just want reassurance. <laughs> yeah, I, I probably I, I probably especially made it look uh, a little. Uh, I I was afraid that I was gonna like on while I was doing it because sometimes I like do bad like fast balance like i do like balance obstacles and stuff like in comps and i watch it back and i look so goofy just like i feel like i'm running and like doing these big jumps but then i watch watch back and i'm just like 
and I'm, I'm just like stretching my legs out really and it looks really goofy <laughs> but um but um they weren't that bad it was like i feel like they were the farthest any of the jumps I felt like were maybe like five feet across tops. And when you, and that's at the very end, it felt like, so it's like, and they like, and the first couple steps are pretty big. So, so like, it's not really, it's the first obstacle. It's not, it's not supposed to be, you know, insanely hard. It's, um, yeah, it's, you could obviously definitely do that. I know. Uh, I know. It's just, it's just, Watching it the first time, uh, I think it was, it was it was this season, right? It was the first time they brought them, or was it last season? Yeah, I saw them. This like, season, oh man, I reckon they're going to bring them to Australia. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they, they yeah, they, they're not that scared. I was terrified of them. I'm always terrified. Like I said, I'm always scared of failing the first obstacle. Yeah, I I was terrified when I first tried them. When I first did them in competition, and yeah, they just aren't that bad. They're just like any other, you know, step obstacle, you know, move. it's, and once you get that speed going, the gaps don't seem, aren't that impossible, really. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a, that's a, that's a fair yeah. point. Mate, thank you so much for, uh, for coming on. It's been, an, it's been a pleasure, obviously, um, having, you know, we haven't actually met properly, so I was never yeah, sure. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's a bit Thank you so much for listening to today's episode on the Way of the Ninja podcast. If you want to be kept in the loop, please subscribe so that we can teach you how to be a ninja in life and on the course.